0: We've got some. Hey, fresh new I'm Luis,
1: and I'm Fonzie, and you're you listening to the Content before. is Profit podcast. And we spent the last four years learning the strategies and techniques from some of the top marketers in the world on how to create content that turns into profit. If you'd like to learn more how to turn that content into profit, go to contentisprofit.com. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And today we're talking all about how to make marriage and business. Your superpower. Together, together, integrate perfectly. Wow. So good. I'm not married, but I'm super excited. But well, you are for in a relationship. I, exactly. I am in a relationship. And you will be married at some point, Fonzie. At some point, yes. Yeah. Indeed. So, Mandy, I'm, I'm playing for you over here. That's why I have my <laughs> notes out here. I'm going to be taking notes intently today. I know. Fonzie, do we have a sponsor today? Indeed, we do. And thank you for asking, You're good welcome sir. For and today's sponsor is your one and only, The Biz Bros with content momentum. And yes, we are sponsoring our own show. Yes, surprise, surprise. And you might be asking your yourself what is content momentum well if you produce a long-form piece of content just like this one that you're listening to or watching, and you want to turn it into value-packed bite-sized assets so then you can send them to the world and amplify your contribution. Mm. Listen there. Not the noise, but the contribution. That's then right, we want to right. help you out. We want to turn those long pieces of content and distilled the Ooh, golden boulders baby. and Let's give go. them back to you so you can share them with the world. If you're interested, slide at in the DMs, on Instagram and Facebook at Biz Bros Co. Or LinkedIn too. We're or all, LinkedIn too. Yeah. Yeah. We're oh. official and We're on official. LinkedIn where you, yeah. can, you might see us Anyways. all well-dressed well and whatnot
2: please do us a favor and go ahead and subscribe hit smash that subscribe button because those episodes are dropping on your phone every Tuesday Thursdays and Saturdays and follow us on social media at Biz for the latest updates and golden boulders that's
1: right and if you find this episode impactful which I am sure you will please or ask is to share it share it with someone that you think this message will resonate and will help them so please share the episode and don't forget to give us a five star review Thank you. Well, here we go. I am so excited to bring
2: you guys today's guest. We met her through our mutual friends, Corey and Ron from Iceland Hacking. She was part of an insane 10-hour live stream that we also participated in. So,
1: logically, we had to reach out and connect. She is currently helping passionate entrepreneurs who are building and scaling businesses stay happily married by unveiling their commitment, communication, and Connection skills Wow I think this is This is perfect for you I know, bro I, I know I Her know. show On the brighter side Ranked number four In the relationships category On iTunes Whew. Yeah We got Co- superstar Complete epicness
2: here Other than that Improving and changing lives She has also interviewed Russell Branson She is fluent in English And Spanish An incredible mother Of four amazing kiddos I did not know
1: she was fluent in Spanish. Wow, that is ah, surprise, pretty surprise. impressive. I know. If Please you welcome read the on the brighter side, host, incredible coach and our arepa party host, Monica Tanner.
2: <laughs>
1: welcome, Monica. <laughs>
2: Thank
0: you so much, guys. That was awesome.
2: Surprise, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Good surprise or bad surprise? surprise. Great
0: surprise! Should we,
2: Hablamos en Español or Inglés? Uh, Oh, definitely Español today. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we can. We
2: can we'll, we'll have this in the background. Yeah, we
1: can do a Spanglish episode Spanglish today. episode today. <laughs> uh,
2: again, yeah. Again. For those listening and be like, I have no idea what Luis is or Monica talking about, you know, before cameras, I told him, like, Have you heard or seen any of the episodes? And she was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. No. But I'm like, It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You know why? Because it's better reaction that way when we introduce you guys. And that's the truth of why we asked that question. So now you lived it. So now you have to go share it with other people, Monica. Just saying. Oh, well. Again, incredible. Like, honest. uh, Honestly, I'm so excited to have you here because I feel like what you preach and you talk on your show and with your people, and I've been in several sessions now with you, is because it's legit helping me and my relationship. That's what I'm gonna say. And obviously, you publish a ton. You have more than 200 episodes in your show, and we need to bring this to the light. And and you know, more people need to know this. But for those who don't know you, Monica. Why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are? How do you start it? Why this whole, you know, sex pionage thing started? And Fonzie's like, I have no idea what he's talking about. So if I'm, you, I'm if- here to
1: learn with everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. yeah. So where to start? Goodness. Well, like you introduced, my name is Monica Tanner. I am, I am wife to a hunky, hunky man. Um, who only knows pest control terms in Spanish because (laughs) he has sold pest control in Texas and Georgia and all those Southern states, as well as here where we live in Idaho and California. So he has to know bug names in Spanish. But other than that, he knows, knows Spanish.
2: He probably <laughs> knows more bugs names in Spanish than we do. I, I will assure yeah. you yes, that.
0: He yes, he does. But we have four children. And so that keeps life very busy. Two of them are teenagers, two of them are preteens. They are so much fun. Uh, I am a relationship and intimacy expert and also, like you said, host of On the Brighter Side, Marriage for Entrepreneurs. And that started about three years ago when I'll back up just a little bit. So when my youngest of those four went to school full time, like first grade, I decided I was going to go to school as well to become a marriage and family counselor because I was super passionate about helping married people stay happily married. And what happened was I got about a year into that program and I decided that there was no way, no, how I wanted to be a therapist, nothing against therapists. I think they're super important, but I just did not want to wait to help people until they were feeling like their last straw. Right. And so I wanted Mm -hmm. to keep, I wanted to help couples stay out of the therapy office. Mm -hmm. So What happened was I dropped out of the program because I knew that was the right thing to do. But I got super depressed because I was like, how am I going to help people? Who's going to listen to me? I don't have any letters behind my name. No big qualifications. I know what I'm talking about, but... I don't have like the papers to prove it. Right. And so lucky enough for me, Russell Brunson is my neighbor. He is a wonderful friend and he came over to check on our family one day and I told him my struggle at the time. I didn't know. Who he was or what he really did. I mean, I knew him as a as a great guy, but I didn't know. <laughs> any, I didn't know what he did for a living, right? Yeah. And so
2: and I'm you. Telling you you him met story. like you met like Bruce Wayne. You knew Bruce Wayne, but you didn't know Batman. You're <laughs> like, oh, what yes. is
1: this?
0: <laughs> That's it. That's it. And so I'm telling him this story about how I wanted to help married people, but I just didn't know how to get my message out. And Russell was like you need to start a podcast. And I was like, what? I have no idea how to do that. He's like, I will help you. I will send you an email with everything you need to know. And I was like, in the back of my head, I was like, yeah, right. He's not really going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But he did. So he went that same day, actually, because I was like, I want to write a book. I want to help people. I want to do all these things, but I don't know who's ever going to listen to me. And so in that same conversation, he went out to his car and he brought me back a copy of Expert Secrets. Mm -hmm. And he said, look, I don't have any letters behind my name. And he goes, this book is all about marketing. And did you know that I actually got a C in my college marketing class? And I was like, what? (laughs) And he goes, but I've been doing it for a really long time. And therefore I can talk about it with authority. And I was like, Okay, well, I've been married for 15 years, so can I talk about that with authority? And he goes, yes, you can. (laughs) So that's kind of my origin story, how I got started. Three years ago, I started on the brighter side and I had no clue what I was doing. And I remember Russell saying, just start talking and you will (laughs) find your voice. So blindly, that's what I did. And it's been an incredible three years. I've had the opportunity to help lots of people and it's just been absolutely amazing
2: uh wow wow super inspiring by the way i think like everybody in the audience is super jealous of you just having russell as a neighbor uh so but that that's so incredible you know and i mean that obviously says a lot about him but more probably about you because you you know that i think that was a permission that you needed to be like okay i can talk about this right sometimes as entrepreneurs or starting to publish we doubt ourselves because we we might think that we need to achieve another level before we even start right and and i relate so much to your story because we were in that spot when we first started publishing like it it was we're like should we even talk about this like how do we talk about this right and what framework do we have to come up to talk about this mm-hmm. stuff? Like from before the show on, on our 45 live and, you know, what am I even going to say, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I remind you from st- like from like starting an incredible journey and, you know, I, I'm more curious later, probably we'll talk a little bit about your publishing journey and uh, how has that evolved and, and so on. But the first point there is like, we got to get started just like you did and look how happy that you look exactly. now. You're like You have this <laughs> smile from like ear to ear. And you're like, yes, I'm going to never stop doing this.
1: Yeah. It's It's true. It's true. Something that, you know, that comes out of that message that you just shared is the fact that you didn't want to wait to help people, right? And you don't want people to be at their last resort before coming, you know, before getting help. It's like, how can I avoid that problem? How can I help people avoid that? And what comes to mind is like, I'm curious on. How do you come to this realization? Because, you know, we live in a world where everything is so structured in the education world, right? It's like, yeah, you got to take these courses and you got to get your diploma. Like you said, the letters be before or after your name, I, I don't know either. Um, but how, you know, what does it take to actually say, I'm going to step out of this, right? And build my own thing and create my own thing. Because a lot of people might be struggling now to with not just the education system but now there's a lot of voices and a lot of authority out there and they might be thinking to themselves okay i need to finish taking these courses or right starting under certain mentor before i can actually take action and start helping people so how do you become action driven if you want to put it that way instead of you know following a path and then waiting to see if you will get there
0: You know, that's really interesting the way you you said path. So I'll share something with you because at the beginning, I remember Russell was checking on me. He's like, so how's your podcast going? And I'm like, well, it's going. I don't think it's very good. (laughs) And he goes, that's okay. Nobody's listening to you right now anyways. And I was like, okay, good. (laughs) I'll keep going. But I actually, this is really interesting. I was just chatting with him last night. And I was like, do you know what this is like? This whole journey has been like for me. I was like, I feel like you took me to the beginning of a path. Like you set me on this path and you gave me this backpack with all of these tools in it. Right. And you were mm-hmm. like, all right, go get to the top of the mountain. And I was like, OK. And I just started <laughs> going and I had no idea where I was going. And I would get to like a challenge or, or like a, 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 a point i'd be like okay i'm not sure what to do and so i'd look in my backpack Mm. and for a long time i was like i don't really know what's in here or how to use any of it right because it was all i mean it was like a lot of marketing stuff (laughs) like really cool things you know i had all of his trainings that he he sent me and stuff but i would watch him and be like i don't really get this right mm. and I just had to keep going I like even in the dark and even when it was hard I just kind of kept walking and kept going on the path and sometimes the path would get really like questionable like oh I'm not sure which way there'd be forks in the road things <laughs> like that right but now I'm really really starting to understand some of the tools in my backpack like now I'm like oh I get it now like I've trialed and erred and like done some different programs and courses and like figured things out mm. and so now I can look at my back and be like oh I get how that works now mm. a high ticket coaching program oh okay I can make that work with my stuff so I've yeah. never felt Um, I've never questioned the content that I provide, like the different frameworks that I've created and the ways in which I help people. It's the marketing that's always been like the scary path. Like, I'm not really sure how this works. Right. But now I'm starting to understand it. So you're right. There's tons of voices. There's tons of mentors. There's tons of people out there talking about how to do this or how to do that. And I think it's a matter of you just have to follow your gut and you have to try some things that <laughs> everything's going to work for everyone. And you just kind of make it up as you go.
1: Absolutely. Um, so. I I love how you said you never question your message. Right. And that is so important because I feel like a lot of people and it takes time. Right. And to build confidence and to 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 be able to share your message. We're afraid a lot of the time. Right. To get in front of the camera or in front of the microphone and actually speak what we believe in. But like you said, is I was never afraid of sharing it. And I believe 100% in my message. That is so, so, so important. Because at the end of the day, the tools is not what makes an entrepreneur, right? The entrepreneur just leverages those tools to build whatever they're going to go and build. So... I mean, I can tell since the beginning, you are 100% focused and dedicated to that one message, which which is a a huge lesson, right? I want to invite those that are listening to ask themselves, am I committed to my message the way Monica (laughs) is committed to her message, right? Because it it is an important point to ask. Uh, I'm going to be honest. When we first uh, started doing content, right, we came from doing what we called, I'm doing our quotes here, the (laughs) anti-marketing agency, which we would just go to any other business and asked them, what, would they, what were they frustrated with? And we were like, we can do that better than the other person, right? And we didn't actually believe in what we were doing. Yeah. And once we transitioned with, to content, uh, it started a little rocky, if I'm being honest. I didn't 100% believe, but the more I was doing it and take action, now I can say with total certainty, I'm like, I 100 and, believe in our message, right, that we we share every single day. It was funny,
2: Monica, because, you know, when, I mean, right now our business literally is 100% content, right? And, mm-hmm. and we first started with the agency. It was seven different things. And I remember coming into the office and we had the whiteboard and we literally drew like every process that we did. And it was like, kind of like if you put them all together, uh, it will make an amazing, amazing product. But we weren't executing all together with one client. It was like one with one, the second one with another one. And, you know, it was our learning phase. It was a dark times yeah. and, you know, lots of learning, lots of frustration, lots of crying in the background for Fonzie, <laughs> you know, he would go on oh, the yeah. desk and, and just like, and, and, and experimenting right like like you said like for you it's like i'm testing my message i'm sure i want to help people like for us we're like we're sure we want to help people we're sure we want to do the business we don't really know like where we fit right and through execution we kind of found that and i remember I'm like okay Fonzie. why do people keep asking us right and and that's one of the lessons like on marketing you got to listen to to your clients to your audience and everybody's like content 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 right and, and he's like no but i'm not sure man i want to do like Email marketing and blah 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 and uh, other stuff that doesn't really matter right now. But that was like a very strong like uh, discussion there, and for days we were trying to figure out okay where what's the path? I where are we committing to right? And and I feel like some people starting their businesses that might be a struggle to do that so the fact that you from day one you were very clear and you remind me so much of i yell it right like she uh for those familiar with the ClickFunnels community she came in and she's like man i'm so passionate i also don't want to wait to like the end to help people like in struggle she was like at the same time it's like i want to help one too many like i, I want to make a big impact and you had that same fire or even more sometimes and you're like man i'm sure about my message so now this is how i get my message out there so thank you for helping us. What is a tip maybe for those that might not have that clarity from the very beginning? Like what will you say to them?
0: Yeah. So like I said, I knew the experience that I had and I knew the things that I learned in my marriage, like building a business with my husband and then leaving the business and then starting a different business and then selling that business because it was too much for our family. And then starting a new business. Like I know my experience and the things that I've learned, but I didn't know, like, will the the frameworks and the lessons that I've learned work for others? Mm -hmm. And so that's what, and I would say, find somebody to help, right? Do it for free, do, you know, do a a beta or whatever you want to call it but see if your methods work for other people and that's how you get clarity on who you're helping and how you can help them so for me it was in podcast form for a long time right i was just i was just interviewing other successful entrepreneurs asking asking them about their business and their marriage and how they integrated and and so then i started to put together the frameworks right and then i started testing my frameworks on other people And when I found that they were helping others, then I was like, "Okay, I know I want to help entrepreneurs who are married stay happily married while they build their empire without having to sacrifice anything that's important to them. So my my message, my clarity, it just got dialed in as I went.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that 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 is so important. And I know we can go a long time through the rabbit hole of marketing and talking about all these things. But I, I really want to transition the conversation a little bit towards m- marriage relationships. Be- before
2: we before we go there, because like obviously this is the episode. This is a selfish episode. This is just for me, <laughs> uh, so I can surprise Katie <laughs> later. Um. Anyways, uh, no, I'm kidding. This is for everybody. But you keep like before we go there you keep bringing the word frameworks right for for us and especially now for me like i'm i'm the integrator i feel like a lot of people describe me as the integrator in the business you know funny is the the dreamer the explorer the you know the good idea guy and then you know some i am the scrappy so, dude some, in the back someone so, has to do the work someone has to do the <laughs> work right and for me frameworks was a massive clarity moment last year at Fun hacking live Because Russell was explaining frameworks on frameworks on frameworks. And I didn't quite understand that then. Now that I'm in the business, like, we literally base everything off a framework. And I think Alex Sharfen he published it the other day. It's like, do not ever make a decision without a framework, right? And uh, we recently had a call, like, two days ago with uh, this amazing service provider that because we implement on frameworks, this solution is, uh, is, is, is wonderful. It fits the purpose. Amazing, right? So... Can you help us understand a little bit, in your words, what is a framework and how you discovered that? Because I feel like that's such an important piece of, on any business, right? On the product that you yeah. sell, there's a framework how you produce that. On a service that you deliver, there's a framework on how you deliver that. On a, on a course, on an information piece that you share, there's a framework behind each of our episodes. There's a framework on how we produce the episode. So can you explain to us a little bit, like... Because you keep bringing it up, right? So I'm very curious. What is your view on frameworks and how you discover yours?
0: Yeah. Well, so the difference between having a framework and not having a framework is once you have a framework, then the process is repeatable, right? You can teach it to somebody and they can implement it in steps so that it makes sense. So that's what a framework is to me. It's just a repeatable Mm -hmm. process that gets results for multiple people. So that would be my definition of a framework and in relationships, it's everybody's relationship looks a little bit different, right? But there are certain skills and frameworks and strategies that when you put them into place, Mm. they are repeatable and they will get results every single time.
1: That's interesting. And so you you mentioned marriage right right now. And I'm curious because I'm thinking, because sometimes i take my my business mind to my relationship and i'm like yeah maybe we should have a framework for some, for some of these conversations <laughs> right and <laughs> the answer i get is like that takes the magic away right that might take the magic away of spont i don't i'm going to spontaneously es, spontaneous spontaneity i don't know if that's the correct <laughs> word yeah that, that's a tough one for us but yeah like i i've encountered that right it's like okay like I want something that is do- doesn't have to have a mental weight of Trying creating a out. decision, Try to figure out every single time from scratch instead of we've had, you know, tackle a situation like this in the past. What is the framework to solve this? Let's go ahead and do it, right? So what would you say to those people that are talking about, you know, like it loses that that magic touch, I guess, in, in their relationship?
0: Yeah, I definitely don't think frameworks take away the spontaneity. In fact, it makes it better, right? Because we all have patterns of interaction, right? We all fall into patterns, habits and the way we relate to each other and with our family, right? And when we when we start to recognize those patterns, see, I think where people get in trouble is where they just kind of think it's fine. Everything's fine. Like you know, we we may be getting in a fight or we may be doing this or that, but everything is just, it's fine. They don't look at their relationship and the patterns that they're naturally falling into. When you start to apply frameworks and you start to become aware of the natural patterns that are just there in your relationship, it gives you so much freedom to be creative with all of Mm -hmm. these new ways. Like, hey, like, let's take the bedroom, for example, because I I, I do call myself an intimacy expert, right? Mm -hmm. So in the bedroom, if you notice that you're falling into this same pattern of intimacy over and over and over again, right, you can look at it and you can set up a new way to get to experiment and get creative and make things fun and exciting again. And you don't have to plan what you're going to do every time. But you can plan for that time to connect mm. and then you know that it's coming and you can get excited and you can be creative and you can switch things up and yeah. you know that you're both on the same page. Page with looking for fun and exciting new ways to experience something that you're doing together for the next 50 years, right? <laughs> like, how yeah. boring would it be to just fall into a rut and do the same thing over and over and over again with the same person for 50 years? Yeah, that would be really great. Yeah, but yep. you can apply some really fun frameworks to it mm. so that you can have more freedom to explore yeah. and be creative within those frameworks. So, Absolutely. yeah, definitely do not think that ruins the no, no, spot name no. Uh,
1: that's so good. That is the reason I asked this question is so I can clip it and send it to my girlfriend.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, the way I picture right? I'm a, I'm a very visual person, right? So I picture like these little capsules, right? So, you know, the, the intimacy capsule, right? So so where are we placing that in- intimacy capsule? You know, is is it at seven at night? You know, once the baby's on, like, poof, this is our time now. Inside of that capsule, let's play and do something else, right? Now, the argument capsule, right? Okay, what happens? Like, how do I actually tackle the conversation on in my argument capsule right how can i better so there's no argument capsule anymore right like how, how are those things right I, and and i feel like for me that has helped me big time you know earlier we were actually chatting like on the drive here to the studio that on on how fancy approaches a conversation now that i was like oh my god that's an incredible framework i'm about to start implementing right it's like hey you know if i ha- i personally have the issue right where uh somebody tells me something i am very quick to give my opinion right so that has caused some issues at home uh where my wife's like stop i just want to like talk to you about and not have to listen to your feedback right i i I tend to do that and the second that she communicated that with me i recognize it right but now what Fonzie has said and if i butcher Fonzie, you can correct me but it's like hey you know it's uh do you want me to give you my opinion do you want me to listen and it has, and he's like, dude, he has been great. And I'm like, oh, my God, sweet. Share more, share more. Let's do it. So uh, that's potentially a framework, right, for for that type of conversations, right? So then we grab these little capsules and then we put them in, in times and places to continue to execute. Am I, am I right? Is that, is, that, is that visual correct?
0: Yeah, that's perfect. That's amazing.
1: Good job. Good job. You're on the right path. I'm proud of you. You know, I got to implement now. I got to execute. There's there's no success without execution. There yeah. we go. Ma- Monica, <laughs> something I've noticed throughout my life, and again, for people here listening, I'm not married. i mean, in, in, in a relationship. But, you know, I feel like my emotions are so tied to my performance, right? Oh, sorry. In that was not every it. every single <laughs> aspect of my life. When I was little, my goal was just be a professional soccer player. So when I remember clearly when I would, like, fall in love with a girl And she wouldn't pay attention to me. And I was like, struggle emotionally. I would play terrible soccer games. And now it happens the same in business. When I have issues in my relationship, I can definitely, and my brother can attest to this, see it Uh, at the office, right? Like when I have to work, I'm like not very productive what why do you think that is i know it takes part of my brain power because i'm like thinking of that and all that stuff but how can we and people that are listening if they find themselves in the same situation how can they move past this right or what do we need to talk it out with our partners immediately should we wait some time And again, this this question is totally selfish because (laughs) I want to perform 100% in the office and in my relationship. I'm going to rephrase that. I want to... Uh, perform 100 percent first in my relationship, right, and then in the business. I, I um, so I, I, I'm curious, right? Because I don't want to have those feelings. It's just so conflicting.
2: I cannot confirm or deny that this happened, but you know when Fonzie, that they had a little break those three months, there was it, it's like only Luis that was working. It was completely <laughs> horrible. So please, Monica, we need you for this.
0: <laughs> well, th- let me try to answer those in order. So the first thing you asked was why do I think that is. I think that happens because we are emotional creatures wired for connection, right? So our number one need is to connect with with humans, right? I mean, that's how we're wired. And so when things are not like jiving on all cylinders at home in our most interpersonal relationships, it makes it very difficult to perform in any other area, right? So there's been thousands and thousands of studies that talk about how the number one predictor of happiness and success in life is the quality of your, of your most intimate relationship. So your marriage or your relationship, right? So that's, that's why Mm. someone like me would exist. And you ask, so like, what can you do, right? That is a little bit different for everyone, but you can learn how you, what your patterns are, how you interact with your significant other, And then you can start to just up-level them, right? You can apply these strategies and frameworks that I teach to up-level that relationship. So I never promise anyone that there aren't going to be challenges. Of course, there's going to be challenges in Mm -hmm. marriage, life, business, right? That's just how life is. But what I can promise you is that when you understand how to apply these things, then you never worry about those struggles. It's like you can face all of your challenges head on together as a team, knowing that the struggle is gonna make you stronger, right? And so you just have a different perspective on it. Like, hey, I know the tough times are gonna come because that's life, but we can handle any tough time that comes together. We're gonna get through it. And so that is really like what I'm all about is teaching you the skills, strategies, and frameworks to just Take it, take life as it comes, take the challenge yeah. as it comes, but take them with confidence that you're going to face them together as a team and get through them together stronger.
2: Ah, oh, that that's so good, and I think this feeds off the conversation that we we're having the other day at Clubhouse. I think this is the first interaction that I had with you, and I, and I think this was along the lines of my question, right? Like, so, so along our journey, and I've seen this in other entrepreneurs, still people that that we chat that are in a similar space, right? Like for us, last year was par- probably our most growth uh, year like it was it, like the amount of personal growth that we had not just from publishing but from the experiences that we had in our business experiences that we had with our clients with our partners like it just like it was literally uh, you good Fancy that? Sorry I got scared <laughs> 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 the
1: mic like yeah. started moving and I, and I got scared but it was like literally
2: anyways a piece of wood named growth hits us in the face right and then after that you're like okay i i feel like i'm at this level right and then sometimes we might feel that our partner might not be keeping up like Mm. on their side with that growth pattern right because we're we're my my partner right katie she's not an entrepreneur right I you know and and maybe she is i don't know but she doesn't practice entrepreneurship right she's a pharmacist completely different she's perfectly happy at her job he loves it she loves it she has a lot of time with her son right but i don't what i the the way I see it from my point of view is she she's not faced with the challenges that I'm probably facing every single day, right? So my growth rate might be a little bit different than hers. And then hence, there's a little bit of a disconnect, right? So what is the advice there, right? For people that might be feeling the same way, because I've, I've heard both. I've heard people that kind of level up the same way and they have a great communication and or they have agreements and frameworks to work their relationship. But I've also heard people that literally go further apart and then, they might their relationship might end right so what is some advice if we are in that space where hey i feel like i'm growing i don't feel like you're growing and again you know yeah that what is the advice there like what can people do to make sure that we're on the same page
0: yeah. So the first thing I would at, like make sure that that we like understood was growth looks different for everyone. Right. Yeah, so like you yeah. get really excited about entrepreneurial growth, like learning things and masterminds and content creation. And like that's all like so you get really passionate and excited about it. Right. But for her, she probably gets really passionate and excited about something that your son did or, you know, something like that right and so you're both for the record growing um constantly but being able to share that growth looks a little bit different so Mm -hmm. like if you're like really excited about this new deal that you signed or something you can talk about the details of that with Fonzie like how exciting that you guys get to work together and be passionate about content creation together right so so that's fantastic. But what you can share with Katie is like your feelings about it, right? So like, oh my gosh, like like work is just so energizing and exciting. And she might say something like, what is so energizing and exciting about it, right? And you don't have to give her the details about signing this big account or figuring out this new framework, but you can be yeah. like, I feel like I'm growing in these ways and these ways. And I'm willing to bet That she would be really interested to know how you feel like you're growing, what you're most excited about, what makes you nervous, like, you know, places in which you feel like maybe there's a weakness there or something. And I bet she'd be willing to share her, you know, takeaways in growth in life as a mom and as a pharmacist and, you know, with you. So I think creating a shared vision So that you both know that you're growing towards the same thing but in very different ways is going to be really important right so like this is our vision for our family this is how my business fits into that vision here's how you know being a dad and a mom and like how we how we handle our money and the time that we spend together that's how all of these things fit into this big vision And then constantly be, be checking in with each other. Like, how are we doing? Like, is what I'm doing in my business working so that we're getting closer to our vision? You know, is, is how we're supporting each other in the different areas of our life? Is that working towards our vision? Right. So when you get to the top of that mountain, you're standing there together. So maybe even, you know, you took a different route to get there. You're there together.
2: Oh, that's so good, and and thank you for that, right? Yeah. Thank you for for and, and we don't know what we don't know, right? Like we and and I saw, for example, before you answered that question to me on Clubhouse, and now here, right? I hope I hope this this nails it to to a lot of people that are listening, right? Because for me, in my perspective, I saw growth because the way that I was experiencing it through the business, right? So I assumed, and and you know, this is one of the things that we tell everybody: never assume, right? Like I assumed that that was the way. And what you just explained brought a ton of clarity. So I'm taking that home with me. And same thing, right? Like she is experiencing growth in different ways. But at the same time, we could potentially talk about, you know, the feelings in between and how that full picture can take us both up there. So I appreciate you. Yeah, you completely changed my perspective on, on growth together with my couple. So I thank you for that. And I hope you did that for a lot of people listening too.
1: Yeah, I, I, I love the concept of the Shared Vision growing together even if you both are growing in different ways right and to go back to my my brother's comment when he was talking about it the thought that came into my mind was ego right like we are creatures of of ego sadly right and we need to sometimes disconnect from that ego but we are like oh i'm i'm growing faster than the other person the other person in my relationship how do we how do we disconnect from that how how do we accept that the other person is growing at a different rate and maybe in a different direction, right? And, and again, that's why I love the sure vision because then it's like, okay, let's kind of like regroup and talk about it. But how do you go about disconnecting yourself from that ego so you stop seeing that growth as a competition?
0: Yeah, okay, I love that question. And this is like a little bit of a higher level strategy I'm about to give you. But I have this equation that I teach all my students and it's curiosity. Plus vulnerability equals creativity, right? Mm. So like the beautiful thing about marriage is you have the opportunity to create your own world, your own life together, right? You create these children together. You create a shared vision together. You create the environment in your home. You're creating together, but you both have very different parts in this creative process right men and women are very different and you know entrepreneurs and non-entrepreneurs very different right and yeah. so what's going to be most important is if you can be curious about your partner and you can be vulnerable about your own growth then you can create this mm. shared vision and so if you remember that you're always headed towards that same vision that you're creating together it doesn't matter who's going faster or slower or mm. who's doing this or that, right? You're going to stay very curious about each other and you're going to be very vulnerable with each other. And yeah. that's how you create an incredible shared vision, home environment, you know, synergy between yeah. the two of you.
1: That's, that's it. That's amazing. Ooh, I love this. Can, can we dig deeper? Do you mind if we like dig deeper into each one of these? Cause I'm, when you tell me about being curious about my partner right i personally i'm like i feel like i know everything that that there is to be about my partner and i feel a lot of people might might think that way too how do we you know tap deeper into that curiosity and what are ways to you know make them feel safe to share some of the things that we're curious about
0: okay let me give you something very very concrete here what i call daily connections and so when you say like i feel like i know everything about my partner oh man you couldn't possibly right if you're growing every single day in lots of different ways there's no there's no possible way she knows everything even if you spend Mm -hmm. every minute of every day together Mm -hmm. you i guarantee you're experiencing things differently right so this works for any couple in any situation i call it daily connections so there's 1,440 minutes in a day. Mm. And what I teach my students is that they should be spending 20 minutes of that 1,440. So that leaves 1,420 minutes to do anything you want. Yeah. <laughs> but 20 minutes should be about connecting with each other. And here's where it's non-negotiable. Okay. You you're you're going to make sure that this happens every single day and you're going to take away all distractions. So, you know, there's different times of day that works for different couples, right? So it might be a walk after dinner. It might be after the, the children go to bed. It might be very first thing in the morning when you first wake up. But I want you to focus on connecting through curiosity. So I want you to ask each other questions like, what's exciting to you right now? What are you most looking forward to? what's difficult for you right now what are you feeling Mm. insecure about how can i help you be the become the person you're meant to become right those types of questions where you're figuring out not just like how was your day what did you do today it's like what are you experiencing inside like what what are you so looking forward to right now like is there something that just gets you going right now are you feeling a little sluggish like what is it that you're really experiencing and how can I be a part of making that better? So that's the curiosity part. So you're going to start with curiosity and then you're going to be vulnerable because then your partner gets to ask you questions like that. And so instead of being like, Oh, I'm doing good. Everything's good. I'm growing in my business. Right. You're going to be like, Oh man, (laughs) like we have this one client and every time I talk to them, i just i don't know i feel like i I feel like things are crazy right you're just going to open up and be vulnerable or you're going to be like every time i go to this mastermind meeting i just i'm so charged and i'm so stoked for everything we're going to accomplish right you tell them the things that excite you you tell them the things that that scare you you tell them the things you're insecure about you tell them the things that you feel like you're growing right you're sharing what's inside of you so you take turns being curious and vulnerable and that's how you create this incredible connection that's going to allow you to do anything you set your mind to as a couple
2: ah so good the, I, the, I mean th- this is quickly becoming a relationship mastermind of just <laughs> just this episode so yeah, yeah sorry
1: sorry i I'll, I'll let you ask the, the next question i just want to make a connection here yes. for for the audience because a few episodes ago we talked about the 1% investing rule which for those that are not familiar with it, investor James Altucher, he said he doesn't invest in anything more than 1% of his net worth, right? And then we're talking to somebody else about activities in your life and taking on new activities, hobbies, whatever you want. And we talked like, wow, well, what if we approach that with the 1% rule? Don't invest right? One, more than 1% of any, of your time in, in a task a day, right? So if it doesn't work, you can put it aside. I'm now I'm not saying the the the, the relationship is not gonna work <laughs> but to put this into perspective one percent of your day is like 14.7 minutes which is like 15 minutes right so 15 minutes of your day so yeah literally yeah. 20 minutes of your day is like 1.2 1.3 percent of your day that you have to invest in probably what is the most valuable aspect of your life, which is your relationship. Cause I'm going to tie this to what you said earlier, which is the, the studies, right? That success is tied to the quality of the most intimate relationships that we have. So if we can invest at least like, just put it in this way, how easy it is for us to invest 1% of our day into what is gonna give us the the biggest dividends over time, which is the quality of our relationship. So thank Love you so much, Monica. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> That's so good, fancy. I, I see some like, smoke coming out of your ear. Are I, you I, burning. I, I, okay. I, I, had,
1: I had some good coffee before this conversation. <laughs> that was
2: good. So, uh, and, and I also want to make a, another com- a, a connection, not as good as Fonzie, but I think like these frameworks, <laughs> you can apply it not only on your mm-hmm. home relationship, in every single relationship, because as you were explaining it, right, <clears throat> yesterday Fonzie is like, uh, let's have a, a, a walk, right, outside. And we go outside and sometimes our conversation flows naturally that way. And it's like, hey, you know. I'm feeling this way. I'm struggling with this way. And then the conversation flows and then the creativity comes and we're like, oh man, we have these amazing solutions and, and the relationship improves, right? Naturally, it's been happening between both of us, which is great, right? So, you know, people are listening now that you have business partners or people in your office or people that you work with practice this in there, right? Not only your marriage, but this, like this is a, a, a wonderful, powerful framework that you could utilize for 20 minutes a day. And it's, it's going to get those results that you explained, Monica, and that Fonzie was uh, illustrating. So, uh, I also want to make that connection, right? Like we, we are in relationships most of the time. So, uh, thank you for sharing that. Now I'm going to play a little bit devil's advocate here after that comment, right? It's like, okay, it could be on your, with your, with your wife or husband or, uh, in your business, right? If that one person is, is, is kind of reluctant of going or investing those 20 minutes with you, right? Uh, what are some tips and things that, that we could, do to actually start doing this? Right. Because if we don't have the 20 minutes with them, we cannot be curious and vulnerable. Right. So, uh, what are some things that we can do for that business partner? So Fancy, you know, sometimes he has to convince me to go out on a walk and sometimes I'm like, Nope, I gotta get work done, man. <laughs> uh, so I, right. So what, what are those steps? Like, how do we, be, how do people go about that?
0: That's a really interesting question. I feel like I've been asked that question in like funny ways, but never so directly as you just asked it. So like, <laughs> One time somebody, like I worked with a couple and she was like, I'm very type A. And so I like to plan things. And my husband is very not that way. Like he just likes to be spontaneous, kind of like (laughs) Fonzie was talking about. Like, so how can I have this non-negotiable 20 minutes, right? And so I was like, okay, well, if you are the planner, you're in charge of the calendar, right? So you can say, hey, honey, we are after dinner, we're going to be taking a walk. And you can plan anything you want anytime around that. But I just want to make sure that you know that after dinner, I get 20 minutes, we're going to take a walk and it's going to be amazing, right? So if you're, if you're more type A, if you're kind of the planner and your spouse is just kind of fly by the seat of their pants, you just, you just control the schedule (laughs) and you (laughs) just invite them along, right? If they're resistant to it, like I, like the only thing I can think of is like, maybe like a child who like... (laughs) You're like you know we're going to do this thing right now and they don't want to yeah um i think that you just find creative ways to make it a good experience for both of you so if that means like hey we're gonna go to drive and we'll go grab your favorite soft drink at you know the drive through or whatever like just find creative ways to get your 20 minutes in like yeah, it could be great. like hey like I got us our favorite show and I'm going to queue it up and then we're going to spend 20 minutes and we're just going to chat and then we'll turn on our favorite show or yeah. whatever. Or like, or like I, I, I videotaped the super bowl for you or whatever. I'm like so excited. I just want to chat with you for a few minutes and then we'll get it started. Yeah. Whatever it is, just find a way yeah. to kind of sneak it in if they're not super willing <laughs> yeah. to I, do that. With you.
2: Yeah. I, I love that, you know, and I, and I would love, to see what people are trying to do that. because you know I can I can see it right like sometimes we might not be in the mood or you know we might not even like we inside of the business right sometimes it can be stressful right and, and you're like I don't really want to talk about this right but but we feel like personally I feel like when I put it out right to the world to the to like write it down or discuss it things flow a little bit more easily so I've started to realize that that's, that's really good for me right but for the longest time we haven't done it a quick example here and being super transparent uh here in the business you know fancy has been chasing me for months like dude we need like a weekly meeting like we used to have him what happened now like in my head i'm like oh man we're just so busy with execution i i just need to like get this done and then we go there right and then for the last two weeks we've actually sat outside in a different environment and and done this and this is kind of like our way in our relationship to go about these things and and there's been some progress right so look at that Uh, Thank you. Oh, You're welcome. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> so he, he just really hugged.
0: important distinction though, because having your weekly meetings, like you just said to kind of air it out, that's different than 20 yes. minutes, than mm-hmm. your 20 minute connection, right? You uh, don't want to bring up like, hey, I feel like we're growing apart or hey, like, absolutely. you know, whatever. Yeah. Those things you want to definitely hold on to and have a, a weekly meeting. That's That's kind of like that. And here's here's my advice about those weekly meetings. I would do that in an environment definitely not your bedroom, right? So if you're going to have like a weekly air it out like here's what's going well, here's what's not going well or whatever, definitely don't do that in your bedroom. Yeah. I like to if you go out, if you can take a drive, if you can go to a restaurant, I mean, at the very least go into your office and do have that kind of a discussion but those are really really important and it's also really important to have that established so that way you're not picking at each other all the time like Mm. i hate it when you love the dishwasher this way or or you know i feel like you know you're constantly leaving your floor your clothes on the floor right so if you're gonna have like that type of discussion have a weekly meeting like let's let's get together let's talk about our shared vision and how things are going that shared vision Mm. right Um, but the 20 minutes is just like hey all of that aside what's going on inside of you like how can we connect and that you won't you don't want to do this in your weekly meeting with Fonzie but in your weekly meeting with Katie you're going to end the meeting with some form of physical affection meaning a kiss or a hug or a back rub or some physical representation yeah. that you've
2: connected. Get definitely not of... with Fonzie. Yeah. It's not <laughs> happening High with fives. Fonzie. High fives. <laughs> All right, here we <laughs> Yes, I love it. Oh, I, I feel you, that not you're not only helping us big time, but you're helping a lot of the audience, right? Because this is something that most people don't talk about, yeah. right? In, in the business side of things, and it's so important. You know, like Fonzie mentioned earlier, you know, when that's not going well, Nothing is getting done in the office, right? So, and I feel like he's might not be the only one feeling that way. You know, I certainly felt that way before, and I'm sure everybody listening right now have felt that way before. So, Monica, thank you so much for, for everything that you've shared today. Uh, I mean, we could potentially continue talking like yeah. this I, so much more.
1: Be, before we go into the last couple of questions, I, I do want to make a little remark on what you said about environment because that is so key, right? And I remember. Uh, reading, I think it was Highly Successful Habits, something like that, from Brandon Bouchard. And he talks about this that your body has a memory of its own. And when you enter a room, pretty much like you start remembering things and it changes things. So if you start having these discussions in the bedroom, right? Then the next time you start coming into the bedroom, your body's going to get triggered on, oh, this is where we had the discussions. And immediately your emotional level just like either drops, right? So I, I love this about, hey, let's look for a different environment to have these conversations. Let's look for, you know, certain type of environments where it can be safe for us to have a discussion, a healthy discussion, and then don't bring it into the house where we spend the most time. Cause we don't want to relate that with, you know, fightings or, or whatever, right. Ne- negative emotions. So thank you so much. I think that is very, very important that again, connecting it to the business world. I think it can be applied to the business as well. Right. I think that's why we enjoy having our conversations outside. where here in Florida, it doesn't get that cold. So it's pretty nice. But <laughs>
2: pretty nice.
1: <laughs> yeah. But Thank you, Monica. I really appreciate yeah. that. All
2: right, Monica, last couple questions to wrap up the show. Uh, What would be your number one, I mean, the episode has been full of action points, like as usual, but it's like your number one action point for, you know, that type of person that we've been talking about all day. Like we have that relationship, maybe it's not a hundred percent there, but they have their business. They're working really hard, you know, hustling every single day to make it happen. Right. What is the number one thing that they can do at home? Right. Uh, To start that momentum or continue that positive momentum.
0: Ooh, gosh, there's so many. There's so many. Like. One it's okay. I would so here's that. the
2: thing you can just tell us one and then we'll send people to find out all the others with you.
0: Okay, great, great, great. So I think the one thing, and it sounds so cliche because everybody talks about it, but date night I, is the most important. So if you're doing your 20 minute daily connections and you're making sure that you have a date night, that's how you ensure that you never, ever, ever get too busy to focus on your relationship. So date nights are three hours a week, non-negotiable, and they should be something fun that you both enjoy doing together. So it can't be something that's focused around your business, something that's focused around your kids, something that's focused around finances. You definitely don't wanna have that air it out conversation there. Date night is just for connection and fun. So you connect emotionally, I want you to connect physically, and if you're doing that once a week in conjunction with your daily connections, you're going to ensure that no matter how busy and crazy things get, that you're yeah. constantly connected.
1: Uh, mm. So good. So in my relationship, I cannot go play bowling as a date night because my girlfriend doesn't <laughs> like bowling. Noted. <laughs> noted, Monica. Noted.
0: Thank you. <laughs> While bowling is, it can be fun. even if She doesn't love it. But you want to make sure that you think that she equally
1: enjoys. Yeah, it. Yes. no, definitely. I was, I was joking. I was joking, and and I love that, right? Because I feel especially I had been doing a pretty poor job at date night, right? And I'm going to give an example. Yesterday, I texted her. I'm like, babe, what are you doing tomorrow night? And she's like, well, I don't have anything planned. And I'm like. Good, we can grab a, bo- a poke bowl from the place that we always eat. And then I'm like, and then we can eat at, at, at the house. <laughs> and she was like, oh, no. no. She Her answer was like, oh, I thought we were going to do something different. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like, I actually could have put more thought into it. And, I was, and she's like, I thought you were going to ask me to, like, go out to eat us uh, somewhere and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, we can do that. Like, let's go eat uh, at this other restaurant that, that you like eating, right? So now we have a date night and we're going to go eat over there. So, but I like the fact that it's like, let's plan it out. Do, uh, do, you, do you recommend having like a specific date every single week, like Friday's afternoon or, or how do you guys plan it out in your relationship, for example?
0: Yeah, so for us, we, we have a solid Friday night date night however we do have kids and so like tonight we've got basketball games so we'll either go out after the after the basketball game or we'll go out tomorrow night so mm, yeah. it's it's you know it, it you definitely have to make changes or whatever but our kids know that we go out on a date every weekend so yeah, there's cool. never like a question of like our mom and dad going out this weekend mm. like we always are going out so yeah. that's the idea behind planning it and making it like solidified but um, I love it. You know, you, you've got to roll with the punches of life, right? If you've got four kids that are all in different activities, you've got yeah. to be creative. Sometimes yeah. you have a middle of the day night. So whatever.
1: Absolutely. Uh, love thank it. you. Thank you. Yes. I feel like this, this <laughs> episode just boosted my relationship, to, you know, <laughs> yes! up to the sky. Thank you. I know. That's incredible. Marica, where, where will you be if you did
2: not publish? Say
0: that again? Where, where would I be if I didn't publish? Yeah. Well, I certainly would not be here or like speaking to you with the confidence that I'm speaking to you with. I think publishing is what helps me find my voice. And I think the most important thing to remember about publishing is don't compare yourself to anyone else, right? Everybody starts at the beginning. Everybody gets stuck in the messy middle. And so it doesn't matter who you are or how you started, but just keep going.
2: Ah, that's so
1: good. Yeah, that is that is a very powerful advice. Yes. But, wow, so wise. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Monica, where can where can people find you? Where can people connect with you?
0: Yeah, so you can find me at www.onthebrightersideofmarriage.com. That will link you to my podcast and all the other places where you can find me. But I do really like Instagram. And my handle there is at tanner one
1: Perfect. Awesome. Can you repeat the website one more time?
0: www.onthebrightersideofmarriage.com the brighter side
1: Yes.
2: If you're listening just scroll down all the links are going to be right there just like tap it connect guys like this was such a cool thing. Go listen to Monica on her show, go to her website like dig deep, go there, go your have have your 20 minute connecting date nights i'm definitely putting that in my to do's like or not to dos my do's of every week uh with katie i'm sure like she's gonna be super happy and i can't wait to give you some updates Monica. i there I'm,
1: I'm, i'm looking forward to actually share this episode with my girlfriend like Babe, you gotta listen to this. We gotta you gotta listen. We gotta implement, we gotta take action, we gotta I have frameworks know, in the relationship. It's I gonna know. be so much fun.
2: So good. Again, how she feels, not about the frameworks. How she no, no, feels. No, no. I, no, no, no. Right? <laughs> right, Monica? We got it right. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Monica, any last thoughts that we might have missed?
0: I don't think so. <laughs> like reach out if you have questions. I'm really accessible and I love to chat. So
2: yes and as
1: you can tell she is incredibly friendly as well so definitely reach out to her
2: (laughs) yes all right guys with that being said thank you so much for tuning into the contents profit podcast go ahead and subscribe hit smash that subscribe
1: button and follow us on social media at peace that is right and if you find this episode impactful and you believe it's gonna take your marriage to the next level please don't forget to share it and and leave a five-star review thank you bye guys